Hi, friends. Welcome back to With Great People, the podcast for high-performance teams. I'm Richard Kasparowski. This episode is an interview with Michael Neer. Michael is a keynote speaker and best-selling author with expertise in Lean, Agile, and Gestalt. Michael and I discuss his best team ever. The team included people from all walks of life. They became a tight-knit group of friends, open and accepting of each other, and intentionally making team magic happen. To support this podcast, sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com. Thanks for listening. Hi, friends, and welcome back to With Great People. Our special guest today is Michael Neer. Michael is a speaker and author. Michael just released his 10th book, The Pragmatist's Guide to Corporate Lean Strategy. Hi, Michael. Great to have you here. Hey, Richard. I'm so happy to join you here with great speakers. (laughs) Is there anything you want to add on to that introduction? Um, I think it was pretty pretty solid. I do work on Lean and Agile, and I work with teams uh, all over, and I really like my work. All right, cool. Uh, so this is the podcast about great teams. Question I ask every guest, I ask every guest to talk about their best team ever. What is your best team ever? So Richard, you've actually asked me that about two months ago, <laughs> and I had a great answer, and then I really thought about that and I forgot. And then you asked me about it today, and I thought about it for a few minutes, and it came with the exact same answer. So I think it's the correct answer, if you could actually say it's correct. This must be the one. So tell me about this team, your best team ever. So years ago, and we are talking years ago, I'm not going to date myself here, (laughs) I was um, a youth hiking club counselor. Okay. And we were taking uh, kids on hikes in the desert, and we're talking Israel here, yes, where I grew up and spent quite a bit of time. And we're a group of counselors, about eight or, or 10 of them were a team of counselors. And I think that was the best team I was ever on. So if you take yourself back to this team, uh, try, to, try to relive the experience of being on that team, maybe even close your eyes and meditate on that experience for a moment. There might be a sensation that you feel in your body as you sort of relive that team. Is there one word that you could use to describe the sensation of being part of that team? Great time. Great time. Yeah. What what else about great time? There was a lot of a lot of um, interest in one another. Uh There was um, there was spending time together. I think uh, non judgmental. Uh I would say. I'd say also the team was um, varied, so uh, different people. They're, we weren't all from the same background, same city, same place. We kind of happened to be at that point in time in the same place, and we kind of melded, gelled together in a really cool way. Uh-huh. All right. And um, how, how do you know it was a great team? There's, what were the subjective things that you can look back at when you when you when you when you identify it as your as your best team so we spend our discretionary time together mm-hmm. and we just kept on doing that we would hang out someplace in one of our apartments and we would just spend days on end there uh-huh. and cook together and and talk together and prepare for the next hikes together and and help one another with uh getting the hikes right and uh-huh. uh i get yeah 
Cool. Okay. So spent a lot of time together, uh, prepared meals together, did a lot of preparation together. Was there anything objective about the team, like something you could measure? You know, that's a great question. And again, I'll go back to two months ago when you've given me this handout <laughs> and I'm like, wow, with an objective thing. Oh my God. And I think it's that kind of back of my, my head. And I was like, what could be objective? And I think I got it. I really have a good answer now. I hope sure. it is anyway. So you'll be the judge of that. <laughs> and it's um, the number of kids we had on our groups that we were leading, and we're talking about 10 groups, was, was uh, high. Okay. And and you could see that the, the our kids on the groups were happy to be as part of this group because they knew their, their counselors were happy to be part of that team of counselors. So you, you uh, could have more kids than was normally, you know, was the average, I would say. I had I usually get like 10, 12. I had maybe ongoing for that year about 16 or 17 kids. And, you know, really didn't want to, uh, didn't enjoy not always uh, taking the kids out on hikes, but really didn't enjoy hanging out together, the counselors anyway. Yeah. All right. So you counselors were a great team. Yeah, one of the one of the metrics of that was well, sort of like the number of happy counselors, and and that was so obvious to the kids that you had a large number of happy kids, and they were they were more attracted than usual. You had higher numbers than usual of happy kids in your groups. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I'd say uh, yes. And we're in our our college. It was uh, I was in my fourth year, mm-hmm. um, twenty years ago, and we were all part about that same kind of of uh, age group. Yep. And um, you know, it's just just rocking. It oh, was just so much fun. Oh, my my little trick worked. We pulled out twenty years ago from you, so now we know. Now we know more about how old you are. <laughs> now maybe twenty, maybe eighteen, maybe twenty two. I don't really remember. <laughs> Now, what are, what are, um, okay, so you, you offered uh, a couple of concrete behaviors that, that your team of counselors engaged in. What, what other concrete behaviors were there that helped you meld together as a really, really great team? So we definitely uh, stood out well, for one another. So we helped out. Okay. Um, what did what helping out each other look like? For example, if I needed to prepare something for next week's uh, meeting with the kids, I would ask someone else's uh, advice. I would give uh, my advice, but also give out prepared curriculum. So we had to do this weekly outside of hiking. We had to do this weekly meetups where we we take them through some whatever. Mm-hmm. And that whatever required a lot of preparation time. <laughs> so, you know, okay. we, we just did that, a lot of that. And, you know, as, as we, I think what, one thing, one other thing is that people like people joined our team. We started like like six. I think by the end of the year, we're about mm-hmm. um, uh, maybe 14, 25, 25 year old to 35 year old folks in one team that really, really gelled together well and were doing their, their job really well, but also hanging out. And yeah. um, I think other behaviors was uh, definitely trust. There was a lot of trust there because if you think about that, we were going out on four or five day overnight hikes, mm-hmm. um, kind of testing, sometimes taking risks, and we needed to be there uh, for one another in case things, you know, I, I got stuck in the darkness once. We had to, uh-huh. to navigate out with the kids and you might uh, get lost, which happens, you know, if we're talking your pre-GPS days yeah. and pre-cell phone days. So you really had to know one another well and help out. And, and if, you know, nobody, if, if some team did not, one of the kids or a 
group of kids did not uh, head to camp at night and at the you know, right time, we went out and started looking for them. And it happened quite often, I have yeah. to say. <laughs> we were very, we were, we were um, <laughs> responsible. You know, I don't want you thinking that we were totally responsible. But I'm looking back, if I was a parent, I'm not sure I would have sent my kid. But never mind. That's, that's <laughs> beside the point. We're kind of, kind of a tangent here. Um, so you told me your son is going to do uh, is going to be a camp counselor this summer. Is he going to repeat these sorts of things with his? I don't think team? so. I don't think so. <laughs> I think you know over the last twenty years the the boundaries of 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 like how much you let go with uh, with all the technology around us. You know, parents will know where their kid uh, their kid is. Uh, you know, every half an hour, yeah. right? And back then you could have got for four or five days, and they would just <laughs> wouldn't know, and it would freak people. It would freak me out today. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any 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 other concrete behaviors? Um. Hmm. And if not, that's okay. I think I think <laughs> I think it's about that. It's a long time, you know. Yeah. Concrete behaviors for for other things. Um. Uh, definitely, definitely the behavior. So the concrete behavior I do remember is our our want or the fact that we were hanging out together and we we um, yeah. organized our own excursions. Uh, because we liked it so much. Yeah. So that was one thing that was definitely there. All right. All right. Organizing your own excursions, just spending a lot of time together. Yeah. Uh, how about advice for our listeners? What can our listeners do to reproduce this sort of goodness on their teams? So here, here is an inter- another one of those questions that I really like because I was been thinking about that. W- one of the interesting things is that that team was not uh, homogenous. Right. Like the people there, there were from very different walks of life. And uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't like all the people came from the same type of background. I would say that it was really more about one thing that we liked mm-hmm. and we built on that and we decided that we want to we wanna make it happen. Okay. So I think it's really about intent. So if, if I'm thinking about the business teams I'm working with now and, and helping them out become better and gel and, and work well together, and I just had that experience yesterday with one of my clients in Indy. And it was, it was an interesting experience for me to sit and look at, at the seven-person leadership team and how they interact with one another. And I think it's, there's, there's low trust there and there's a lot of, of um, challenges with the team behavior. We're talking about senior uh, leaders here. Mm-hmm. These are not, not newbies to business. It really is about their intent. Do they want to be part of that team? Do they think that that it will um, support their long-term objectives? And is there someone there who's willing to create that that bond and who's um, who will who will actually invest the effort to make it happen? And I think right. if if I reflect back about 18, 20 years ago, we had a core team that said, we like it, we're going to invest the effort, we're going to put, the, 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 um, uh, put our time to that use and, uh, and create that magic. Really ma- it's really magical. And when it happens, it's magical. I have no other words for that. So teams that work well, it's so much more than the sum of, of the parts of the individuals. Yeah. That's, that's like unbelievable. All right. So invest the time into making that magic happen. Yes. Right. And have the intent. And have, have the, the intent that that's what you want, right? And you, and you like and you want to have that. Got it. Have the intent that you want that magic to happen on your team and then invest the time to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and be open to accept others. Okay. I think that's, that's a big one, right? Because you do have to accept that others are, are having 
Others are others, right? And they have their own experience and they have their own approach to how they do stuff. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to add? So uh, we didn't mention it that we started. I have this this gestalt background, which I've been bringing uh, to the table, I would say, the last 20 years or so. Um, and and it's uh, Gestalt is a, an approach to how individual. It's a therapeutical approach to how individuals interact with the environment. And I think a lot a lot of team behaviors you can contract kind of them back to how how people interact with one another at, at their border of their experience. I know it sounds a bit a bit complex. You're laughing, and it's like. Oh, this is great. This is great. Uh, when we first met, uh, was at a conference a few years ago. And uh, one of the things that interested me in you was, was this background in Gestalt. Yeah. Do I even saying that right? Gestalt. Yeah, gestalt. it's a German word. It's, it's uh, a German word for structure, okay. right? So there is a Gestalt psychology and Gestalt therapy. And we could talk about that a lot. Yeah. And that was QCon. Yeah. And I remember you've done the the uh, open space, and I was right. like, "Wow, this is so much gestalt here." Ah. The in, in, entire interaction. I thought I gotta hang out with that with that <laughs> Richard dude. And then and then I came back to and I came to Boston and I reached yeah. out and we met. Yeah. And he got a, a fine for for illegal parking at the day <laughs> that was the snowiest day in 2015. In a blizzard, yeah. In a blizzard, yes. That was that was amusing. It's funny. And so the smile on my face is you're you're teaching me about Gestalt right now. I've you know I've, I've looked it up, I've read about it. Uh, I haven't figured out how to study it well, and so I, I just love this introduction to it. And and we had uh, yeah, and we had uh, uh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you can't really explain Gestalt. You know, at the last Agile Games, Agile New England. I was doing the one-hour session, yeah. and it was—it really was uh, doing gestalt exercise. And the funny thing is, you don't understand it until you experience it. And I've taken the participants through an hour of that experience, and then we were doing the um, uh, retrospective, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, so that's what happened now for the last 60 minutes. Now it all connects. Now we understand what was the thing that we were going through." Right. So great, a lot of the Gestalt concepts are ingrained in how teams work. All right. All right. Definitely something for me to learn more about. And if our listeners want to learn more about that or they want to contact you for anything at all, how can they contact you? Just uh, drop me an email. Right. Say that, right? Drop me an email. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these I work, like with the baseball, with the baseball stuff, left field, I think I'm getting the hang of it. A lot of that and I'm ganging, but some of them, it's like someone said that. Do you say drop me an email? Drop me a line. Let's drop me a line. All right, so they can pitch an email to you and you'll bat a reply right back. To exactly. Them. <laughs> okay. And and my new email with the new website uh-huh. is michael at michaelnear.com. Michael Near in one word. And Near is N I R. You got that right. And we'll put that in the podcast description to make it easy for people. Great. Michael Neer, thank you very much for joining us today. We had a really nice walk before we came down to the Secret Underground studio. I really appreciate all the time we spent together today. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Richard. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening. And remember, to support this podcast, sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com. <laughs>